everyone, it's the Box Office Bomb Squad. We're going to break down some of the biggest bombs that ever hit theaters, and today's bomb is 2001's Driven. As the smoke clears, Fly and Ted will find themselves in second and third behind Bo Brandenburg. The drivers are going to take advantage now of this full course caution and enter the pits for the last time in this race and this season. Brandenburg, Fly and Ted all are completing very fast pit stops. Hard noises, the movie. All the sounds going on. You know what, though? So fitting for a movie who doesn't know how to sound balance. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get to it. But a uh, little bit of financial information, as always, starting off here. Now, this movie actually opened number one. It dropped out of the top ten in its second week. That is a bad drop. Now, granted, it was competing against films such as The Mummy Returns, Kingdom Come, The Mexican, Josie and the Pussycats, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Gladiator. It is a rough, rough competition. That was a lot. Yes. So, of course, it dropped. Um, that and the fact that it's just overall not very good. Uh, we'll discuss that later. It finished at only $54 million on a $72 to $94 million budget. There's no real exact number for the budget of this film. Um, but I, I tend to, if there's a higher number out there, I tend to lean towards that because, obviously, the 72 is probably what they – pitched to make it not look as bad at the loss but they probably yeah. just lost like probably <laughs> almost like 150 million dollars on this film yeah probably uh because this movie was advertised quite a bit so without further ado let's talk about it you know how many fucking bugs they put these days <laughs> so many probes in so many holes that reminds me of a big had to be an ass joke. Oh my god, let's talk about it. So, like, um, the reason I chose that weird sound that Jesse played with all the car sounds and everything, uh, it's twofold. First off, you get an idea of like the exposition in this movie, which in a sports film, they have the best exposition dump ever because all they have is a caster being like, all right, of course we know all that number 52 hurt himself earlier this season. He's playing for his brother who has cancer. And like they always like tell you the entire film <laughs> during the last game yeah. in that annoying fucking voice. So like the, that scene where he's like, Tano and Bly and uh, who's the other guy? Brandenburg. Yeah. I'm racing real fast today. And I was like, oh, my God. That's right, like, John. They're in cars them. with wheels. Look at them go. They're going mostly in a straight line. A couple of turns. What a show, guys. What a show. And I don't know if you'll be able to believe this or not, but eventually they'll end up back where they started. <laughs> Will there be a wreck? Probably not. <laughs> but uh, holy fuck. Not a believable this, one anyway. <laughs> yeah. This movie's sound mixing <clears throat> All those tool sounds always <laughs> overpower anything else going right. on. And the music, it's like two. Okay. I, 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 you got to understand the music in this film is just <laughs> fucking awful. It's like the worst <laughs> of early 2000s, like <laughs> it edgy rock. Great. It wasn't oh, great. Let me, I got to pull up the soundtrack. Yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of sounds, by the way, the, so the, the race that we're doing here is, um, cart. You know, a champ cart racing yes, like it's yes. it's uh, which they constantly indie, misquote basically. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but some of the sounds for the cars I found out were actually Formula One cars. 
Oh, for sure. That's yeah. not the right sound. Yeah, so it's not even the sound that goes with the damn car. Car guys will pick that out. I'm not a supercar guy, but it, I I was wondering. So this is how scenes in the movie go. All right, Jesse. We're going to talk about what color shoes we're wearing. Okay. Hey, hey, Jesse, how you doing? What color shoes are you wearing today? I'm actually wearing no shoes. My socks are black. The, uh... Okay. The tips of the socks are actually uh, oh. kind of gray. And, you know, oh. um, whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that, like every time a song came on, you couldn't hear a goddamn word anyone was saying. Yeah. And it was all that kind of music. Yeah. I don't even know most of these bands. Uh, I didn't look up the. I, there's 14, I recognize some there's 14, of the songs. 14 songs in the track. I'm going to go through them for you. Okay. First was the one I just played, which was Tantric with Breakdown, which I've never heard. Uh, then we got Soon by Leanne Rhymes. That's one of the love themes. So we do know that one. Poison Well by Insolence. Mother by Era. By the way, those two are so small, they don't even have fucking album covers on <laughs> Google. <laughs> Take Me Away by Tim McGraw. I know who that is. Okay. Jody Messina, Burn. I re- vaguely remember her. Uh-huh. I want to get back with you by Mary Griffin. I'm not driving anymore by Rob Dugan. Falling for me by Tamara Walker. And for the love of money by Rare Blend. And I know that one. I remember like, Good Time by Leroy. That was the only one that I picked up. Oh, Good Time by Leroy. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And then there's, oh, Green Light Girl by Doyle Bramhall. B- Satellite by BT. There was a <laughs> Hang On by Hank Williams, the third. Why I didn't know that one. And then Break On Through by Steve Holly. But holy shit, this music is so invasive of the film. Yeah. Every song overpowers everyone's voice. When Stallone and his love interest, who, by the way, feels like she was added in posts, by the way, Uh, she is so unimportant. Yeah. Lucretia, by the way, her name is Lucretia because that's a fucking name. Wow. For a woman. My God. Lucretia Clan is her name. When Lucretia shows up and they're walking down like the beach together or something like a pier. Sure. Yeah. They start playing that fucking Leanne rhyme song so loud. You can't hear a word that Stacey Edwards, the actress is saying to <laughs> Cicelone. It is so funny. She's yeah. like, yeah, my uh, mother. <laughs> and you're like, what is she saying? <laughs> like the sound yeah. mixing on this movie is God awful. Yeah. And I, I didn't like download this movie and get a bad track. I paid for this movie from Amazon. So this is the copy that they put out there. Yeah. This isn't it's like some just mistake. Bad. I, yeah, I paid when $4 I was for this. When I was watching it, I thought maybe I had some like Dolby Atmos thing turned on and my speakers weren't able to pick it up because I got a surround yeah. sound. But sometimes, you know, you play things and the speakers are wrong and you gotta set different soundtracks. No, this one just sucked. It was just oh, yeah. I had to have subtitles on the whole time. I couldn't couldn't understand a damn thing because every time someone would be talking all of a sudden in the middle oh they love the sound of race cars going by that That is for sure they love this impact wrenches yeah air wrench going oh man oh no i can't i can't play it (laughs) you son of a bitch Anyway, I should have just got a random air wrench sound. Yeah, just on the board throughout the entire <laughs> time. Oh, God. Instead, I've got. Go, go, go. 
<laughs> but here's that's a good example of how loud the fucking music is. Over I couldn't everything. cut the music out of anything. <laughs> no, you listen can't. to that. It's so how about this loud. one? So the that's ribbit. Burt Reynolds screaming at the top of his lung. Yeah, and it's an important moment because they're they're planning a shitty move mm-hmm. where basically you go to the uh, you go into your your pit and then you stall so then you can take off and block the guy that is in second so right. he can't get ahead. And that's and so it's an important part of the movie where we kind of see how shady Burt Reynolds can be. Yeah. And we can't even hear him. All we hear is go, go, go over loud, ridiculous hip hop, 2001 hip hop music. Right. And then this sound, for instance, when I was originally watching it, I didn't hear a sound like I didn't think there was music to it because it is a quieter part. And when you had me cut it, I cut it. And I, I banged my head against the wall trying to figure out where the extra audio was coming from. Yeah, there's always a it's fucking be- loud boombox yeah. playing somewhere. There is legitimately a thumping audio track behind that line in the movie. It's ridiculous. It's such a quiet part. It's the movie. Uh, and we're, we're only on the technical aspects of this film, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and we're only in sound. We're not even to the point that the fucking CG is god awful, even for 2001 yeah, standards. The rain on the helmet CG oh, when we're doing god. the POV. Holy shit, that POV CG is so yeah. bad. The tire that launches off into the sky. Oh, uh, yeah. Which, by it, the way, it's the. That, and nobody barely moves. Nobody barely moves. It's not. It's not important to the film. And it kind of rehashes the fact that there was at one point a racer who lost a tire. It shot into the stands and killed three fucking people. Yeah, this tire just lands right next to two people that just move over. And it maybe shatters the space the of a person. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe at most. Or there was a child under there that we didn't see get crushed to death. We don't know. He's still stuck to the tire as it bounces yeah. off. And it doesn't uh, bounce. It just hits and stays there because it's bad CG. Yeah, it's horrible. Sylvester oh, Stallone, uh, when he's when he was asked to list the movies he wished he didn't do, this was one of them. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, shocker. Oh, so, CG terrible, sound terrible, before, and boy oh boy was I bored out of my fucking mind through most of this film. And here's the thing: I love a sports movie. I love a racing movie. So I love them. Here's uh, here's some information because I I did not know. I have friends who are trying to get me into F1 racing because it's that season. Um, mm-hmm. I did not know hardly anything about F1 or Indy at all. So I did look up the vehicles and see what the difference is because they look very similar. So before we go into my favorite part of this movie that I want to just tear into absolute pieces, <laughs> the differences, a Formula One car is lighter, shorter, narrower, and marginally taller than an Indy car. Um, the engines are the big part. So, um, for instance, uh, the most of Formula One cussy Grand Prix cars are fitted with a three liter naturally aspirated non turbocharged V10 engine, uh, 750 horsepower at about 16 and a half thousand RPMs. Um, a champ car, which is what these are supposed to be, are powered by a methanol fueled 2.65 liter V8 engine with a single turbocharger and output is roughly the same horsepower at 1400 RPM. Um, so basically it revs lower, but has the same power. Okay. Um, you know, um, they also have, but can it pick up an, a quarter, carry it across an entire track without scratching the surface of that quarter whatsoever. 
So, um, the, the coin trick is a thing. It is that a people thing. Do. It, it but was, you're moving so fast and it's hitting that concrete so fast that the coin is blank on one side when you stop. Yeah. So the, the trick that, uh, that is supposed to be like impersonating is, um, a real life formula one driver formula one yeah. again, not in yeah, not champ. Um, Juan Manuel fast and loose with carts in here. Yeah. Manuel, Juan Manuel Fangio. I believe is how you said that of Argentina. Uh, he was a four wheel drift enthusiast who would do it to test himself. He would pick up quarters off the track using his tires. So it yeah. is very possible. But again, it was a Formula One driver, not, not a also driver. the coin would not be perfect looking. No, it would have gotten pretty torn. Yeah. Up. Also, uh, um, I knew this movie was going to be something whenever the opening was like a scrawl and it was like 900 million people watched. I go, no, they fucking don't. Uh, I said it out loud. I'm like, there's no, I looked up the fucking highest rated like cart racing ever, like maybe 30 million people. But they said 900 million in there. That's like, a lot you of people. Fucking full of it. No, it <laughs> isn't. You were literally like, 60 times in the number it's such a fucking ridiculous it's like oh well 300 times that is the right number it's like no it, it fucking isn't and every everything i saw that talked about this film said that is not true and i was like okay it's not just me then like football yeah. doesn't even get 900 million views yeah so you um, soccer the most popular sport on the planet i know football too are uh wrong friends uh even they don't get 900 million views that's a ridiculous fucking number. It's like a billion people. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, oof, that was a start. And then I, I'll admit, I don't know. Like you did the research of the, of the sport. I don't know a lot of that. Sure. I'm not going to act like I did. Right. I did research I on the sport. They were the fast and loose with shit. Yeah. Oh, because, there's, there's some big ones. Because I had watched Drive with Chris Hemsworth, which is a F1 movie. <laughs> <laughs> probably, be- probably better. Although, there's like four movies called Driven, by the way. There is. Yeah. For sure. And I was like, boy, that's confusing. Yeah. So, um, oh, let's see. Where do we need to... S- do we want to just run through from beginning, from the beginning? Uh, sure. And I guess the next, the next like, re- full-out ridiculousness that happens is the race through Chicago, right? Oh, don't get me started on that. They don't even get in trouble. Well, not only did they just not get in trouble, let's start at the very beginning of the race. Okay, it's all over a girl. That those cars on display were fueled up? Well, not only that they were fueled up. Don't get me started on the fuel, by the way. That's a whole fucking incorrect issue, We'll get into that. We'll get into that. I got a whole thing on that. (laughs) But not only are they fueled up, because they're normally dummy cars. However... Cart cars don't have onboard starters. You can't start them from inside the vehicle. They're not no. made that way. Interesting. Yeah, they have to I be started by the pit crew. You they have just wouldn't have it there so it could do that anyway. Well, yeah. That was like my thing. So you, I, I didn't even know that part of it. Yeah, you have to have a crew member with a starter motor go to the back of the vehicle to fire up the engine. <laughs> So, number one, they would have never been able able to steal him. He would have got in, hit the gas, and just looked like a moron sitting there. I'm mad. My girlfriend left me. Me. I look like a little bitty Patrick uh, Wilson, but I'm not. (laughs) 
So and then did, did you just keep seeing young Patrick Wilson every time you saw this fucker? I mean, a little bit. Yeah, he just looks so much like him. I was like, damn, this dude looks just like Pat Wilson, man. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then they go and they race through Chicago. Number one. Um, I was just in Chicago last week, by the way. How about that? There's traffic? no fucking way they didn't run into traffic or construction. They would have got 10 feet and yeah. they would have stopped and just went just idling and traffic. We Chicago together. Yeah. There's construction everywhere. They, it'll be a great city when they're done building it. Yeah. Yeah. They've been building it since it was founded. Exactly. It's we had it done, but then the great Chicago fire made us restart it all. And then they they drive over a manhole cover and pull the manhole cover out of the ground. Yeah, and fling it. Do you know how heavy manhole covers are? Yeah, about about fifty for the littles and seventy five for the largers. A hundred for some of the big city ones. The little bit of speed you'd be able to get down a street in Chicago, and the the draft that would be under that vehicle for a low pressure zone. Cause they do create low pressure zones. Yes. Yes. Wouldn't be nowhere near enough to pull no, that yeah. freaking thing out. Just ask me why I know the weights of sewer lids. All right. So Brandon, let me ask you this. Do you know how much a manhole cover even weighs? Wait, I think we already talked about this, but yes. Uh, by the way, full honesty, our machine messed up. <laughs> We I think was, we're, I was trying we're supposed to, to be, but was, if we do repeat ourselves, we we do apologize. I do happen to know, though. Yes, through the magic uh, of editing. <laughs> uh, yeah, a smaller one weighs about fifty pounds. The middle ones, which most of you see, are about seventy-five, and the real big ones for like New York, Chicago, or big cities like that that are really wide, so you can bring machinery down. Those are going to be about a hundred pounds a piece of you, pure fucking iron. How would you know that information? Uh, you see my dad was a construction worker, uh, and whenever they would tear up roads, he'd be like, hey, you guys going to throw that away? I'll keep it. And a lot of times the city guys would be like, I don't fucking care. And we used to use those as weight during the winter for our cars because they don't take up any room. They're really small, but they're really heavy, and they're fun to unload because you just back up real fast and slam on the brakes, and they shoot out like those, uh, like those firing pizza toys from uh, Ninja Turtles. Tubular. <laughs> We're like, yeah, we'll figure that out next year. We'll, yeah. we'll clean that up then. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what but about anyway, yes. when they blast past the uh, newsstand and papers oh, yeah. go everywhere? <laughs> you know, because you can get going that fast on Chicago streets. I mean, I, unless you yeah. didn't know. It's the, I mean, that was just the wind in Chicago, actually. Honestly, that's more likely. <laughs> it just happened to be a car drove by at that same time. <laughs> yeah. Also, that, I can tell you right now, with <clears> the crime <throat> in Chicago, they don't have open fucking newsstands anywhere. And they haven't for no. many years. No. And then they at the end of all this tomfoolery and shenanigans they walk away from the cars there's spots in chicago where you'd park those cars they'd be on blocks when you turn around <laughs> yeah have you ever seen a uh vacation no when uh, when they go to chicago and he's all like can i get directions and the guy's like see what you're going to do is you're going to go down here you take a left and you're going to see uh this place, right? It's closed. You don't want to go there. You want to take a right instead. And then you're going to go about two blocks, and that's my cousin Vinny's house. And you're going to need to ask him, because I'm not from around here. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, when he when he looks back, the wheels on or all his hubcaps are stolen. I'm like, yeah, that's Chicago, man. Yeah, that is some parts of Chicago. I've been mugged in my life, and Chicago was where those both happened. But nice. I did see a lady yell at a homeless guy one time, and it was pretty cool. He was like, "Hey, can I have a can I have a dollar? Can I have some change? Dollar some change? Dollar some change?" And she goes, "Sir, charity has to be given, not asked for." And he just was like, "Oh, okay." He just mean, walked away from her. It was really funny. 
not completely wrong. <laughs> no, she's not wrong. It's not charity if you ask for it. But right. it was just the way she said it to him was like <laughs> we're like very. I don't know. It's just odd. It was an odd moment in my life. And I'm like, okay, I'm just getting guests at this gas station. He didn't bother me though, which was nice. Cause homeless people have a magnet to me. They look at me and they go, that schmuck's going to give me change. <laughs> I've seen them bypass five or six people to get to me in a crowd. Yeah. I'm like, what is it about me? What is it about you me? Got one of them faces. <laughs> I got one of them. I'll give you money faces. There you go. <laughs> oh, Jesse. How about the accents in this movie? My God. Yeah. <laughs> The girl early on, uh, Till Schweiger, Stallone, Mem- Memo's got an accent. Like everyone's got a thick accent. Yeah, I like some. Till Schweiger. As by the way, boy, he is uh, very uncharismatic in this film. Yeah, I and you know what's weird is I'm not sh- like in the beginning of the film, you're not sure if you're supposed to like him or not because he's. A, kind of a douche but well that's the thing about the like, guy's brother is a bigger douche. go through ranges where they're dickheads and then they're <clears> good guys and then right. you don't really quite know where they're supposed to land except for the brother the brother is a douchebag from beginning to end see i i i don't know about that because he was like hey man i'm trying to look out for you you're too innocent and he was he got tr- well, his brother true. told him not to go to that girl because she is going to play him and go right back to schweiger or uh Brandenburg. Yeah. And she did exactly that. He literally told him not to do that. So I don't even know if the brother's that bad. I think the brother's was just like, fine, if you don't want me anymore, then I'll go somewhere else. I can go somewhere else. And like, I know that it's hard to like say, oh, how could you see him as a good guy? But it's like, Bly is a dick to his brother. His brother's just trying to make sure he's successful. And like, hey, man, I know you don't like it, but this is what this is. And you cannot be you, if you didn't want to be famous, you wouldn't have gotten into this. So don't act like you. And I was like, man, he's right. Like you have to smile and wave at the cameras. You have to do this. It's part of the job. And he's just trying to get him to understand that. And I, so I don't even I don't even count. The, the only person that seems and even Reynolds, Burt Reynolds character has a couple moments of clarity. But man, I think and memo is an interesting one because we see him as a good guy the entire time but he did go and marry his like close friends ex-wife which is yeah kind of shitty i don't know and everyone was, in this movie has got questionable morals and he was trying to hog glory for himself too well yeah that's <clears> why he wrecked yeah speaking let's, of that wreck speaking of that wreck let's, let's talk about that, that wreck <laughs> jesse have you ever seen a have you ever seen a formula one uh driver on fire um, I'm going to say no, I probably have but because the flames burn invisible. They're blue, That's like a very, very light blue. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot see them unless you're right up on there. That's why yeah. when it, they have hand signals in these car races to go, I'm on fire. It's like they do something certain like I'm on fire. You can't see it, but I'm on fire. Yeah. You know what the best place? Okay. <laughs> we know that most fuel floats. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> there is a fuel the thing that about doesn't. It does not float. It's water soluble. It's completely water soluble. All he had to do is stay in the water to be safe. Yep. yep. So they were more dangerous trying to get out of that water. Water is the preferred extinguisher to methanol fuel. Yes. Yeah. There is so many. Like, and I know, I don't know why I know, but I know fuel stuff and I'm like, this bothers me. Like, cause it would have been a much more interesting story for him to be wrecked and them to get close. And he'd be like, nah, I'm on fire. And they're like, holy shit, what do we do? You know, like that would have been way more interesting to watch him like 
not you couldn't see it or barely see it and like he's burning and they're trying to figure it out and like they drag him to that water instead you know yeah that would have been interesting like have them burn themselves a little bit and make that the injury instead of the dumb i oops i stubbed my toe right (laughs) there were so many scenes that could have been so much better with slight reworks in this just a little bit of like research research and i think it is probably because i feel it feels like all the stuff they're talking about, all the stuff they're doing, things like that specifically, it really feels like this was supposed to be a Formula One movie. Yeah, something feels like they couldn't. A lot changed in post-production. Because like like I said, <clears throat> very clearly they had this love interest story for Jimmy Bly and it goes sour. But uh, it feels like they're like, well, we can't have a love. We can't have not have a love story in here. So they put the, in this reporter who does no reporting. Yeah. And just as like a love interest for Sly, which is yeah. weird. Yeah. See, if it was a Formula One race, that, that whole crash would have made not as not a lot of sense, but more sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, basically, okay. uh, because the uh, Formula One racers, the F1 racers, use unleaded fuel. So yes. that would float on water and burn. Gas, you know. uh, fuel. When, yeah. he, when he like like when he corrects her like that oh my god sorry i had to i had to do that that was another song in the movie that just pops up and you can't hear shit going on yeah gas uh fuel yeah like shut up shut up still uh douche <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't fucking correct her uh anyway i haven't even looked at my notes yet how many people are they going to get a freaking give a freaking headset to I can talk to the racer during a race. I'm pretty sure only important people get to do that. Everybody can listen. Like the, the owner would get one. That makes sense. That's Reynolds. That makes sense. He's like the team leader. The head of the pit crew. And then you have your, your, uh, your pit guy. Who's the, um, oh, damn it. He's in a million things. Let me think of his name. I'm not, why am I thinking of the name? I have the power of the internet. You do. You do. Brent Briscoe. There you go. He played Crusher. He's like, that guy's in everything. You see him in a million movies. And like he's uh he's he would have one for sure because he's the pit guy. But they also give one to everyone's girlfriend. They give one to the brother. <laughs> they give one to anybody. Right. It's almost like you show up. And they're like, oh, do you want a you want a headset? <laughs> it's like what? It's like you you can totally get a headset if you want one. Yeah, we can give you. It's like I can. I didn't think that was for everybody. No, I don't. I don't want one. Thank. Take a fucking headset. <laughs> oh, you're getting one. Yeah, you're getting. Get this man a headset. <laughs> <laughs> we need six headsets over here. Well, there's only two of us, just in case someone shows up. Yeah, just it's, it's fine. Like, oh. put, put two on your head. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can listen to both teams here. Right. <laughs> Have one for each team. Uh how about the pantomime steering wheel uh situations in this? Oh movie? boy, they're really jerking that thing yeah, to the left and right pretty hard. We had they, some real Sahara driving in this film. They did. <laughs> because, man, there were some times they jerked that wheel, and I'm like, oh, you just... That would flip that you fucking just did car a, at that speed. You're doing a fucking Frisbee move going down yeah. the thing, man. Those steering wheels are made in such a way that, like, they're, they're really loose, so you would get more play out of them than a normal steering wheel. But they only do that because a hairline movement fucking can make you, like, spin out of control. Yeah, so if you hit a shit. bump and jerk just a little bit, you could really put yourself into a corner yeah, basically. And, and that's why they give you that looseness so you if you do yeah. hit like a piece of shrapnel or something you're not fucking dying every time yeah but they are nowhere near as loose as those guys were making how about the fact that hummer means blowjob and did well before this movie but they decided to stick with calling him the hummer all the time 
What is he even humming? I don't. I couldn't He's figure humming, it out. I don't know. Is he humming along with a car? I or, thought he was at first. Yeah, it's weird. Like he's like, hmm, hmm, hmm. But right. he's not even doing that. He's like got right. a weird song he's doing. Yeah. Because Jimmy Bly does it at the end. It would have made more sense if he would like, I don't know. We wouldn't know what the song, song was. that he always hummed. Yeah. If we would have just known what the song was. Yeah, make the song something important that calms them or something, you know? Right. Because right. that's the whole thing is getting in the zone. Exactly. But boy. <laughs> <clears throat> There's so much foot stuff in the pool. Is this a Tarantino film? That's <laughs> true. That is true. Although she is uh, legitimately in real life a synchronized swimmer, I believe. Yes, I and I get so why that makes, like, oh, well, that makes we got, sense. if we got it, we're going to use it. Exactly. How many music montages did you see in this film? Four? I Five? I lost count. <laughs> every time, every time anything has to get done, it's done to a fucking music montage, man. I mean, like, well, the whole music. Like, I'll be there a little bit. I gotta go get dressed for dinner, and then it's like, I'm your worst uh, nightmare. Uh, it's a fucking 2001 rock. No, <laughs> uh. I don't know. The brother thing still kind of annoys me because, like that that evil turn of his is like, come on, man. Did we need two evil people? Isn't Burt Reynolds revealing himself to be a like a, a greedy prick enough? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. By the way, <laughs> there's a Carl Henry, which is Burt Reynolds' character. He says, I'm getting rid of uh, Bly because he got out of his car to help out Memo and he, and he lost the race. Hmm. So I'm going to Brandenburg instead. I'm like, Brandenburg also got out of the fucking car, you idiot. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you talking about? It, it just, I don't know. That anger made no sense. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I. <sighs> and how are you going to, like, get another driver from another team oh trading teams and shit like that that's like super common is it if, okay if you have I the if you have the right funding and the right uh advertisers they're gonna pay for who's the best okay i don't know anything and about racing they had nextel uh motorola motorola yeah, yeah. so and that, at the time you remember 2001 nextel motorola phones those were the chirpers that was a big deal that was oh, like big yeah. money yeah, every construction worker had them. I, I was actually shocked. You can count that as product placement if you really want, but none of them used Motorola phones or anything. I'm like, wow, I really expected some product placement here. That's true. But nope, not at all. Hmm. Very interesting to me. Anyway, you got any more notes before we move on? I don't. I'm I'm out because I at that point I started kind of checking out. Honestly. Oh man! I, I, every time a, mu- a music montage came on, I just picked my phone up. Like, oh, really? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's play our favorite game. A little bit of uh, Five Degrees of Joe Morton, or Six Degrees of Joe Morton. Five degrees. I don't know how Five much degrees. longer I can hold this. Joe Morton. Joe Morton. Joe Morton. Joe Morton. Joe Morton. It is five degrees of Joe Morton because you do the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but we postulate that Joe Morton is actually more prolific and better than Kevin Bacon, meaning that you can do it in five degrees instead of six. Because I'll say this. I played six degrees of Kevin Bacon with a buddy, and we went back to the same four movies like every time. Always. Yeah. Yeah, it it reduces. You get so much more. I will say, though, you could do four degrees of Eric Roberts. 
That's true. That motherfucker In has everything. more American movie credits than anyone else. Yeah. That yeah. guy is in so many things. But anyway, uh, who's first this week? Is it is you? your turn. My turn. Your turn. All right. I got it in two. Okay. Stallone was in the underrated movie, Bullet to the Head. I actually liked it with Holt McCanny. Holt McCanny uh, is well known as the bad guy for Monster Trucks on this podcast. Uh, he's in. He's also in uh, Mindhunter. But he's also the burglar that Batman ties up and uses for bait with the de- uh, the uh, parademons in Justice League with Joe Morton. <laughs> nice. I was like, oh, well, Stallone is in that Holt McCain. Even, I love Holt McCain. I was actually just talking about him because he's in the new Von Erich film, Iron yeah. Claw, coming out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he plays the dad. Love that actor. So super excited. So I got it in one. Ooh. I know. Yeah. I did something we said we were going to do a couple episodes ago. I started diving into Joe's TV repertoire. Oh, I didn't even look into TV. Joe was on one episode of a, of a show that I absolutely adore and have watched at least two or three times through. House. Of course, House. Which Damn it. was I also with it. Robert Sean like, Leonard. Robert Sean Leonard is in House. <laughs> I guarantee yes. Joe Morton showed up as he a was, doctor or something. He in was house. a senator. A senator. He, he was okay. a patient. He was a patient of House. Okay. Yeah. I fucking knew it. I was going to do the research into it. And I didn't do it, and I fucking blew it. Yep. Good job, Jesse. Yep. The only thing I did have to do, I did have to go back and watch the episode to make sure that Robert Sean Leonard actually showed up in the episode, because there are some episodes that he's not in. Uh, uh, he's like his number two. Yeah, so he's in a lot of them, but there are some weird ones that he's not in. This one he was, so I got lucky. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, good job. Yeah. Fantastic. I wish I would have went to TV. I didn't think about it. And I, I even was like... Damn, Till Schweiger's in a lot of stuff. And I looked through his, his filmography. I'm like, God damn, I don't really know any of these films. Right. <laughs> like, I know like 10 of them out of the 30. And then I was like, oh, I definitely can get Gina Gershon. She's in a million things. Couldn't get anything with her. Couldn't mm-hmm. link anything. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm having so much trouble. Okay, Burt Reynolds. There's got to be a Burt Reynolds. Nothing. No. Nothing came to mind. Yeah. It, Joe was pretty far departed from this one for I the most part. I even went through Brent Briscoe's. With the amount of movies he's in, because he always plays like sheriff or yeah. know, mechanic or something. Anytime you kind of need a fat guy that's kind of funny, you get Brent Briscoe to show up. And I was like, oh, I'm sure he's been in something. He's a cop in some movie or something. Nope, nothing at all, man. Yeah. I was like, damn. Good job, Jesse. Well, bravo, you. bravo. Thank you. All right. Well, Jesse, <sighs> should it bomb? One, two, three, four. I hope the movie Old fails as good as I hope it does. But that doesn't make any fucking sense, Brandon. Are you having a stroke? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, I think it deserved it. It was boring, even for a racing movie. I don't know. Maybe if you're into the sport, this is like a really interesting movie. It, I I don't know. I'm nowhere near ah, into. No, it isn't. No. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> I, people that are fans of the sport hate how inaccurate it is. Okay. Perfect. I mean, that would make sense to me. So I went to a Reddit forum of uh, that talked about this film in particular when they're talking about like movies that badly represent the sports. Okay. And this was one of them. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. They don't even wear the right gear. They're wearing just like a regular suit and stuff, which yeah. they would have more like on the shoulders and shit. Because if a piece of shrapnel hits your car, you're just fucking dead. 
pretty much. Like you wear like a padded thing. And they don't do that in there. They do wear fire masks and stuff like that, but like everyone's got it slightly edited. And there are different helmets for different people. They wear different types, but they're just like, yeah, there's so much wrong with this. Even the pit crew does things wrong. Oh yeah. So, mm. but anyway, I also agree. I I, I like I I was bored in a movie that was like a racing movies. That's a lot of action. Yeah. And you got yeah. Sylvester Stallone and Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, are there three races in this film? Um, let's see. So there's the very first one. Then there's the uh, actual races. Yes, I believe so. The first one or no, no, there's four. Because there's the first one, the qualifying run where okay, there's the, the kid, one that Jimmy the kid, Bly loses uh, at the beginning. So they bring yeah. in Tanto. Yeah. And then you got the one that there's Bly the one that crashes. Shorter cheats. Well, you got the one where Bly crashes. And then they bring in Sly. And Sly races the. Or no. That's the first one. So he wasn't on the very first race, the intro race. T- Sly Tanto was not. Yeah. But Bly so, was. Yeah. So Bly. And then there's the one where Bly crashes. He, he, like, skitzes out and just runs into oh, the corner. you're right, you're right. And then there's the one where Tanto crashes. And then there's the one where Sly and Bly... The memo is, crashes. Yeah. They save him. Yeah, and then there's the last race. Okay. The only one that truly matters out of the entire thing. True. And maybe the least interesting of all of them. Uh, honestly, yeah. Because <laughs> you know how it's going to end. They're not going to let our hero lose. Yeah, the only song I was waiting for, and I don't even know what the timeline on this song was. You remember that one song? I don't even know who it was by. You know, there goes my hero. Oh, <laughs> fucking Foo Fighters. They couldn't <laughs> afford Foo Fighters. Yeah. You see the soundtrack? Hank Williams the third is the best they could get out of this. Uh, that song was 2011. That's why it wasn't in this song. No, yeah, this I, I doubt it would be in there anyway. I doubt they'd pay for that. <laughs> Shit, they won't even pay a fucking sound mixer to fix this movie. They let That's alone true. real money on a fil- like an actual song. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, uh, no, yeah, I totally agree. So, uh, Jesse, I already know because of the magic of time, but <laughs> the people don't know. Uh, what's next week? I want you and your boys to work with Omar here. Oh. We're gonna go to do something big next month we're going to be running a string of mules from columbia you do good on that there'll be some other things that of course was from scarface 1983 uh the next movie is not that it is instead 2023's renfield renfield starting the spoopy season and a nicholas cage film which means I'll have to break out the Nicolas Cage soundboard. You're going to have to break out the Nicolas Cage soundboard. And Hell maybe yeah. add some uh, Renfield stuff to it. Because when I made those songs, Renfield wasn't out yet. Oh, yeah. There's some quotes in that movie. I saw it in theaters. So I'm happy to watch it again at home, though. And also, great send-off to start of the spooky season. Yeah. Uh, Renfield starts it. We got. I think we, are gonna, we have at least two more after that that are going to be spooky films. Uh, and then it's luck of the draw after that it might be a spooky film there's more on there but who knows you never know maybe not that'll take so. us into the thanksgiving season at least yep i guess the november and to depressed season where everybody's like i don't have money to buy christmas gifts because uh, the housing market never crashed like my agent told me it wasn't gonna. <laughs> yeah 
uh, my agent called me the other day, the guy who I bought my house with, and he's like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. I really thought the housing market would crash by now and your payment would go to be a normal payment. I'm really I'm really sorry. Uh-huh. I was like, buddy, I'm not going to lie to you. Even if it went to a regular payment, my wife and I would probably pay the same amount just so that because we're used to it at this point. And he's like, sure. I get it. But, man, I just feel bad. I was like, hey, you don't control the housing market. Yeah. So it's rough, folks. Yeah, yeah Jesse and I are millennials with houses. We're a rarity. Yeah, we don't uh, eat avocado toast. I just I got super lucky because my last refinance was like right before everything started going up. Well, it was a good time when my sister got her house, and she pays a quarter of what I or maybe a third of what I pay. Yeah. Uh, we well, so next week is Renfield with Nicholas Holt, and Nicholas Cage, double Nicholas, and Aquafina. The Knicks. And uh, Ben Schwartz, a personal favorite of mine. I do like Ben Schwartz, yeah, quite mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah. He was my choice for Plastic Man. Uh, I understand that they're giving it to uh, John Mulaney, who I think is also a good option. Oh, yeah. Just wish it would have yeah. been Ben Schwartz instead. Because I would have I liked Thomas Middleditch as uh, Elongated Man. Would have been funny to see those two. Ben Schwartz is, a, is a, a, a Brooklyn, Queens version of Mulaney. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, the difference is Mulaney does like the wise guy thing while Schwartz is more like a kind of a thuggish uh, almost. He's kind of it's like an annoying thing. It's like the scummy thing he does, but it's so funny. Yeah. And that's where for me, that's where Plastic Man is because he used to be a thief and you know whatnot, whatever. That makes sense. It's whatever. It's whatever. We're talking about a movie that doesn't even exist yet, Plastic Man. So, yeah. uh, let's talk about some movies that do exist. Jesse, what are you watching, playing, reading? So, uh, which watches? Do I know they're bad? Yes, I know they're bad. Do I accept Sorry. that they're bad? Yes, I accept that they're bad. 1999's The Astronaut's Wife. <gasps> Uno reverse card. What are you watching? Damn, you got me. Um, first off, I wanted to go over something. So I'm all about long haul pranks. I'm a fan of them. Okay. Right? Just something I enjoy. Like uh, if a friend of mine leaves his wallet on a table, I'm going to slide like a California Raisins playing card into one of the slots that's in the back. Nice. And it might be months. It could be years before he finds it. But I want them to find it and be like, what the fuck? When did this show up? You know, I just... I, I like long haul pranks like that, right? Sure. And one of the ones that I forgot I set up had just sprung <laughs> itself. <laughs> and I wanted to bring it up that it was hilarious because it's been six years. <laughs> and, and so I have a friend and uh, we both play magic together. And I went over to his house one day and his wife let me in. And she's like, yeah, just go grab it out of the room. And, you know, I'll just tell him I gave it to you. I was like, okay. So I go up there while I'm up there. I have a bunch of blank magic cards in my pocket. So as one does, and he's in the shower at this point. Right. So I take his phone case off. I put a blank magic card behind his phone case. And then I put one in the CD drive of his computer, which he never uses. I put one in the tape deck of his home stereo system. (laughs) I put one and I put them in a bunch of random places. Okay. And I leave and I don't tell him a damn thing. And I'm like, how long will it take before he finds one of them? So he gets a new phone. He goes, what the hell is this? This was in my phone. How did it get there? I go, well, it's a magic card. And he's like, what do you mean? I go, it's a magic magic card. And I go, watch (laughs) this. Uh, I go, where are you at right now? He's like, I'm at home. 
And so I, I took out my stack of those blanks and I flipped through them real quick. And I go, um, I can send it to anything electronic. I go, where's your laptop? He's like, it's like right here. And I go, okay. I type and I go, I just <laughs> sent you an email. Check your computer. So he opens the CD drive. Bam. There's a card. He goes, whoa, how did you do that? When did you do these here? And I go, hey, man. And I, I, I made a bunch of beeping sounds. And I go, I just put three more. Good luck finding them. And so like about a month later, he's like, oh, man, I found one in my tablet case. And I'm like, yeah. hell yeah. And then a little while later, he's like, did you put one of those in the fucking top of my DVD player? I'm like, hell yeah, I did. And so he never found the tape deck one. <laughs> he was finally replacing his home stereo system with an electronic one just recently. He messaged me and he's like, I finally found the last one. I go, ah, oh, you got That's it. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done this before, by the way. I, um, a friend of mine, <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, I ordered something from Wish and I got a bag of these little plastic babies instead. <laughs> so I just hid plastic babies in everything. <laughs> and they got oh to the God. point where he moved to another state and was still fighting them randomly. He's like, how are you doing this? <laughs> and what's really funny is I hid one deep inside of his loofah before he left. He lived with me for a while. <laughs> and he's like, so like I was showering and I was scrubbing and all of a sudden I felt something kind of scratch me and I reached out and it's a little baby. <laughs> and I go, okay, I don't know how Brandon did this and I don't know how he did this, but did he get this into my ass somehow? <laughs> like he was just, he couldn't understand how it happened. What I'm trying to say is I didn't watch anything new this week really except for the first episode <laughs> of Loki. So I wanted to fill this time with something goofy, which is my love of very very long-term pranks. That's um, awesome. Sometimes I forget they happen. So it's like a, it's like a little surprise for me. Sometimes I prank myself. I've done it twice now. Uh, That's awesome. Did watch the first episode of Loki. Did you watch that? I have not yet. No, I liked it. I mean, I like Kihoi Kwan. He was really good in it. Uh, and I like the, uh, this version of Mobius are doing. He's really fun. Uh, but yeah, I mean, really, honestly, I watched Gen V. I watched the rest of Ahsoka. We've already talked about Ahsoka. I'm not finished with Gen V yet, so I don't have much to talk about right now. Okay. And obviously Loki's only one episode deep. So uh, it's kind of in that spot where you're like in transition. We're just now watching a bunch of new stuff. So I don't have anything new to really report. And of course, I'm playing through my evil play with Baldur's Gate. So there's nothing new there just because that's, you know, what it is. Gotcha. But, uh, Music. I always got something by music, right? So there's an R&B artist I like called Matt Mason. And it's called M-A-T-T. And his last name is called M-A-E-S-O-N. Mason. And if I were to choose a song for someone to start, I would say Cringe. It's got a lot of uh, 21 Pilots vibes to it. Um, we'll play a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah. So... I like it. I yeah, like it. this is kind of music I like. <clears throat> Mellow. He's got a lot of different stuff. Yeah, that's good house clean of music. Yeah, yeah that's I a like good beat. Funky. I like that. Mm -hmm. That's dance. That's dancing at home alone music is what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get when nobody's looking. Plus, go it has crazy. a chorus in it. What's or it has a chorus that has a uh, an actual chorus, okay. like it, like a grouping of court. You know, people, and I'm like, oh, I'm always a sucker for that. I'm always a sucker for that for some reason. Very but nice. yeah, Matt Mason's cringe, good okay. song, fun song. 
Cool. Uh, I think people will like it. He's got a lot of stuff. He's got stuff that's harder to get into and stuff that's easier to get into. But I think he's one of those artists that has a pretty good span of of what he does. So that's my suggestion for this week. Awesome. Jesse, how about you? What you doing? Uh, I'm going to start with the book because sure. I feel like the movie might have more of conversation attached to it. So the book okay. that I'm going to suggest, I went with an oldie but a goodie, Kiss Me Like a Stranger, which is the uh, autobiography of Gene Wilder. If you get the audio book, it is read oh. by Gene Wilder. Uh, fantastic. Oh, really? Gene Wilder is such an amazing actor. One of my favorites of all time. Love uh, him. Fantastic reading the book. It's good stuff. So if you like Gene Wilder, pick it up. Kiss Me Like a Stranger. I probably watched uh, <clears throat> Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Or no, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. This is. Right? No, Willy Wonka. Anyway. Okay. <clears throat> so we're at 30 seconds with no issues. You can go ahead and uh, pick it up whenever you want, talking about how much you liked Willy Wonka. <laughs> Willy, my Wonka. Barely know her. Um. <laughs> uh, like 700 times at least like every kid has a vhs tape where they burn it out and mine was willy wonka the chalk factory and the matrix don't ask it's weird yeah. uh but like i i don't know what it was about Willy wonka it was like this this wholesome sereneness of like imagination and then the weirdness oh, yeah. of like the boat ride and then like the just his like cocky acting and then his anger at the end there's so many little bits of it that just like work for me. I don't know why that movie is like a masterpiece in my mind, but holy shit, Willy Wonka, it really is. One so, hill, a hill that I will die on and I will fight anyone who says differently. Pure imagination is the most perfect piece of cinema soundtrack ever. I got it on my regular playlist, man. Dude, that song, this, the chords and the resolutions between the chords. Oh my God, they're and amazing. Like, Wilder wasn't known as being a singer, but man, his voice just, it just brings something to it. God damn it. I love that. Right. Song. He was afraid he wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. And I couldn't hear it any other way. Oh, no. Yeah. It's so good. So good. the opening with the, the, the bells, the ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Ding, like that little bit at the beginning. It's a great mm -hmm. opener to just a great song that has such a mellow, fun, calm ending to it. And then the music, not even a music video, the scene in which he's singing it, the interaction with the kids and then him eating the teacup. Yep. All of that is so good. So good. Just so well done. <laughs> so this is another one that I will be getting because uh, I love me some Gene Wilder and all his movies with Richard Pryor. Love them. Hell yeah. Um, so the movie that I was going to talk about is America, the motion picture. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? It was a Netflix thing. Is it the animated one with it like is. Channing Tatum? Yes, it is. Um, so it's got like Channing Tatum uh, voices George Washington, uh, Jason Manzukis, uh, Samuel Adams, uh, Bobby Moynihan's Paul Revere, Olivia Munn is Thomas Edison. Um, <laughs> it's just a Will Forte is Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, it's just the voice well, acting I, in the movie is so. I, I good. love me Will Forte. Yeah, the uh, Andy Samberg is uh, Benedict Arnold. Uh, Simon Pegg is King James, and it's the story, the real, true story of how America was founded. 
<laughs> I like that uh, Will Forte or not Will or Jason Manzukis as Sam Adams. He's just always like ready to drink and party. Yeah, <laughs> just because there's a Sam Adams beer, right? And Paul Revere is a centaur. Yeah, a oh, killer Mike is in this movie. The rapper. Yeah, he's John Henry. Yeah, yeah. I I saw this. Oh, uh, there's a Native Mr. American actor, Mr. There. Smith. What? My name's not Smith. Well, you're the blacksmith. Yeah. Well, you. You're, you're Mr. Yeah. Smith <laughs> because he's a big black guy because he's John yeah. Henry. It's like, so yeah, George Washington has a slight uh, racist moment, <laughs> but then oh. they talk about, uh, they talk about uh, people who race horses are racists. Yeah. They're like, he's <laughs> That's racist. the word yeah. they use. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you've seen blue beetle, the bad guy from blue beetle, he's in there. He's the, he's Geronimo. Is he? Raul Trulia, yeah. Oh, or Trulio, okay. yeah, or yeah. Trio, trio, trio. Oh. I can't roll my L's. Yeah, I me mean neither. But he's in a bunch of stuff. Like uh, he's a really good actor. I like him. He's in Apocalypto. He's like one of the bad guys in it. Oh, okay. But like, I like that actor. So when I saw him in Blue Beetle, I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah, he plays Geronimo in there. I always thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, there is a lot of people, so man. I'm just looking through the cast of like, j- like small time people that did like just little bit bits in there. Yeah. And I mean, you've got to like, um, you got to like movies that are, I mean, obviously crazy over the top, ridiculous, uh, aimed at dudes who have the mentality of a 12 year old, but they play a lot of little pun games, which are kind of fun. You know, like John Wilkes souvenir booth. Oh yeah. You know, um, the the Ford Theater has literally the Ford logo on the outside yeah. of the theater. Uh, stuff like obviously Samuel Adams being a frat, the head of a frat house, and he's discovered this new thing that he calls beer. You know, yeah. uh, and it's oh, Jesus Christ! I'm just looking at like so many comedians I love watching are in this. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot oh, Thomas yeah. Edison was a female in that. Yeah, yeah. Isn't Thomas a boy's name? Yeah, but I'm a girl, and I'm named Thomas. <laughs> it, it is such it is such a good uh, just just genuinely a funny movie. Um, and it's it's not for everybody. It's, no. It is R rated. Yeah. Well, you know, there's nudity in it. I think yeah, there's boobs in it. Yeah, and there is a lot of drinking and shit like that. And the <laughs> what is Abe Lincoln? He's the future ghost. Uh, this isn't Abe Lincoln a ghost in there, but he hasn't. Well, even... so Abe Lincoln is at the very beginning. He's the leader of the quote revolution. Oh yeah. Um, okay, okay. Okay. And he's friends with George Washington, but Abe ends up uh, getting killed by Benedict Arnold yeah. in the very beginning. So it's kind of the driving force of around uh, over why George Washington, you know, wants to get back to Benedict Arnold. Um, <laughs> Geronimo, I promise you, if you go through with this, we will scream your name when jumping off of high things. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so good. Uh, there's so many little bitty jokes. Also, that Bobby just... Moynihan's fucking like he. Geronimo uh, uh, loses his arm halfway through the movie, so he's one armed through most of it. Yeah, but uh, fucking Paul Revere eventually becomes like RoboCop for a while. <laughs> yeah, like he, his armor is just clearly RoboCop, and uh, George Washington has those fucking. Wolverine blades. Yeah. The chainsaws. Cause oh, yeah, they're chainsaws. That you're right. You're fucking right. Fucking cherry tree didn't cut itself down. <laughs> yeah. 
what a what an odd what an oddity uh, <laughs> that this got made. Also, just so you know, uh, Benedict Arnold's a werewolf. Yes, he is. <laughs> just 100%. to kind of understand like how wild this movie gets. Yeah. And I mean, when when the entirety of the of America uh, comes after Benedict Arnold and his uh, his English people, uh, he basically like it is every single fable from America's history coming at him. Yeah, I mean, at one point, uh, Paul Bunyan faces off against a Mecca uh, Big Ben Ben. clock tower. And he ends up getting taken down, and then Babe, the big blue ox, comes up yeah. behind them and like gores the clock tower. <laughs> the movie's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's so. And it's like good. quick too. It's not very long. No, no, it's it's a good little movie. It's on Netflix. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. That's and fun. It came out like uh, 2021. Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was under my radar like for a long time. Tail into COVID because I remember watching it at home. Yeah. So. Did you uh, happen to play any new games, or are you still <laughs> on the same couple? Nah, I'm still playing Starfield. <laughs> I get it. My wife is still playing it. She's kind of at an impasse right now because, like, she likes to play through the story kind of quick on those yeah. games the first time through, and then like take time. You can't do that in this game. You got to stop every once in a while and really, yeah, like level up. Sure, you cannot beat some of these bosses and stuff. Yeah, I forget. I was like level 37, I think, when I finished it the first time. Oh, okay. And I'm on New Game Plus right now. I'm at like level 50, I think. Nice, nice, nice. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, I'm, I was like talking to somebody and they're like, are you going to do a third playthrough of Baldur's Gate doing the Dark Urge? And I said, I will not. I'm hoping to have it finished by the end of this month in time for Super Mario RPG to come out. Yeah. And then I'll play that for a while. And I hope by the point in which Super Mario RPG is wrapping up, I get some DLC. Okay. Yeah. Because I know that they said that they are working on doing something. I know that that company is not huge on DLC because they're kind of the company that's like, we want to give you a full game. Sure. Yeah. Larian but Studios. Like, yeah. They're, they're good guys. For sure. So, but yeah. That's what I'm doing. Well, awesome. uh, that's what you're doing. It sounds good. Mm. Jesse. On the internet, the World Wide Web, some call it, I am known as Brando Supreme. And I happen to know that you're known as Pin of Doom. Yeah. You can find us in many places, but that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. You want someone to go to every website they want to follow us on and search two names? My God, what are we, slave drivers? Right. No. no. Jesse made it easy for you all. You just Jesse, gotta, what'd you do? You just got to go to thebobspod.com. Oh, that's so much easier. That's it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why aren't you doing it now? Right now while you're driving. Don't turn this off. No, no, you don't pause this. <laughs> yeah. You go to that website right? while listening and driving. Start start typing T H E B O B S P O. No, that that wasn't the right letter. Go back. D yeah. dot you, you started writing squad it's not yeah, bob yeah. squad it's no. bob's pod 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 as in the podcast Fuck dot c-o-m <laughs> enter hit enter don't worry about the car hit, hit enter okay there you go cool see a car accident is temporary not that hard social media is forever yeah what do you think you're gonna like burst into flames and get thrown off into a lake 
yeah, don't worry. Two other dudes will help you. And yeah. then a third guy will come along and get credit for it, even though he wasn't really there the entire time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but anyway, thank you. We love your stupid face. Goodbye. See you. What the fuck are her powers? Do you want laser raptors? Because that's how you get laser raptors. I hate you so much. <laughs> you the man, Whip. <laughs>